So in this episode, we're going to look at the main types of seventh chord that you encounter in jazz. So as a jazz pianist, as you play through a real book or a lead sheet, you'll see all of these chord symbols above the melody. And you need to know what these chord symbols mean so that you can play them in your left hand. Now, when you're building chords, as with anything in jazz or music in general, you're going to be counting out interval patterns. So first of all, you have to be familiar with the different types of third. In music, we have two types of third interval, and that is the major third, which you can think of as two whole steps. So C up to E is a major third. It's two whole steps away, so C up a whole step is D, and then up another whole step is E. So that's one way you can find a major third. And then the minor third is a whole step plus a half step. So that would be C to E flat. So for all of these chords, we're going to be building different stacks of these two intervals, the major third and the minor third. So let's start things off with the major seven chord. C major seven is going to be a major triad at the bottom. So that's going to be C, E, and G. And then we're going to add a major seventh on top. The major seventh is going to be a major third up from the fifth. So G up two whole steps is going to be a B natural. So we have C, E, G, B. And that is the major seven chord. So again, major seven chord is a major triad on the bottom with a major seventh on top, which you can either find by counting up two whole steps from the fifth which is going to be a major third above the fifth. Or you can go up an octave from the root, so up to C, then come back a half step. And it's going to be easy when we're looking at these chords from C, but if we jump to other chords like G flat, counting these intervals is going to be much more important. So I'm going to take my time showing you the intervals. It's going to seem like you don't need them when we're counting from C, but when we start transposing these to all other 11 notes, it's going to be more and more important that you can count these interval patterns. Next, let's take a look at the minor seven chord. C minor seven is going to be a minor triad at the bottom. C, E flat, G. And then on top, we're going to add a minor seventh, which you can find by counting up from the fifth, a minor third, or a whole step plus a half step brings you to B flat, or you can count up from the root an octave, then come back down a whole step. That's two ways that you can find the minor seventh. So the notes of C minor seven, C, E flat, G, B flat. Next, let's take a look at the dominant seven chord, C dominant seven, it's going to be a major triad on the bottom, C, E, G. And then we're going to have a minor seventh, which again is going to be B flat. So C, E, G, B flat. And this is the dominant seven chord. So those are the three main chord types that you encounter in jazz. When you look through a real book, 80% of the chord symbols are going to be these three chord symbols. The reason is that most jazz is made of the major 251, and these are the three chord types that you find in the major 251. So if you're already familiar with the major 251 in C, it's going to be D minor 7, G dominant 7, 
going to C major 7. So because 80% of jazz is made up of this major 251, that means most of the chords you're going to encounter are going to be these three chords. Again, major 7, minor 7, and dominant 7. So that's the first priority when you're learning jazz, is to get familiar with building these three chord types. And if this is new to you, the first step would be to practice building these chord types. Start from C, count the intervals carefully, and then transpose to all other 11 root notes. So do it from D flat, or D, or E flat, and to build these chord types from all of the notes on the keyboard. Okay, so the next type of seventh chord is less commonly used. This is going to be the half diminished chord. So C half diminished is going to be a stack of minor thirds at the bottom. So C, upper minor third is E flat, up another minor third is G flat. So we have a diminished triad. That's what this is, C diminished so far. Just a stack of minor thirds. And then we're going to add on top a minor seventh. So the minor seventh above C is B flat. C, E flat, G flat, B flat. So this is the half diminished chord. It's also known as a minor seven flat five chord. So some real books will notate this chord as a minor seven flat five. And then other arrangers will notate it as a half diminished. And the chord symbol for this is a small circle after the note, so C, and then a small circle in the air with a diagonal line going through it. It's actually a Greek letter. I don't actually know what the Greek letter's called off my head, but it's the C half diminished sign. You will see this as you look through real books. And you'll sometimes encounter this. This will be the two chord of a minor 251. That's the only time you'll encounter this chord is in a minor 251. So, it's a stack of minor third, minor third, and then major third on top. G flat up to B flat is a major third. Or you can just find the minor seventh separately, going up an octave and down a half step. Next, let's take a look at the fully diminished seven chord. And this is going to be a complete stack of minor thirds. So we're going to have C, flat, G flat, then what's a minor third above G flat? It's going to be an A natural, although if we correctly spell this, it's going to be a B double flat. The reason is that when we're spelling notes of chords, the idea is that these are a stack of thirds, so a third up from a G flat we're supposed to label it as some sort of B because G, A, B is how the notes would go for a fifth going up to a seventh. So the seventh B can be flattened to B flat and then it can be doubly flattened to A. So that's B double flat. But don't worry too much about spelling. It actually doesn't come up much in jazz. This is more of a classical theory principle of the correct spelling of notes, but C fully diminished seven is just a stack of minor thirds. So C, so C, E flat, G flat, B double flat. And this is fairly rare, this type of chord, but you will encounter it from time to time. 
It's an interesting chord. We won't start talking about it right now, but this is C fully diminished seven. It's just a stack of minor thirds. And then we have one final type of seventh chord, which is worth talking about today. And that's going to be the minor chord with a major seven. We're going to have a minor triad on the bottom, C, E flat, G. Then we're going to add a major seventh on top. What's the major seventh above C? It's going to be a B natural. Or you can go up an octave from C and come back down a half step to find the major seventh. So C, E flat, G, B. This is a very nice chord. It implies the melodic minor scale, which is a minor scale up to the fifth, and then it has a major sixth, A, and a major seventh, B. So C, D, E flat, F, G, A, B. Very nice film noir sound, this scale and this chord. You've heard it in Hitchcock's film Vertigo. Bernard Herrmann, the composer, takes these two minor chords with a major seventh and arpeggiates them in opposite directions. So C, E flat, G, B in the left hand and then in the right hand it starts on the B and moves the opposite way, so it comes down and then goes up. And this chord gets used in jazz as well. It's the minor major seven. If you encounter this in jazz, it's going to be the one chord of a minor two five one. So the minor two five one is going to, in C, in C minor, it's going to be D half diminished, the two chord, also known as D minor seven flat five. That's going to go up a fourth to G dominant seven, the five chord. Then that's going to resolve down a fifth to C minor major seven. C, E flat, G, B. So if you encounter this minor major seven chord in jazz, it's going to be the one chord of a minor two five one. And sometimes composers will vary the one chord on the minor two five one. They'll sometimes play it as a, just a standard minor seven chord, C, E flat, G, B flat. And sometimes they'll make it a minor six chord, which would be C, E flat, G, A. So there's variations on the minor two five one, but if you encounter the minor chord with the major seven, it's going to be the one chord of a minor two five one. So really, those are the six main types of chord you're going to encounter in jazz. Those are the types of seventh chord that you're going to encounter. We can add ninths onto these chords. We can add sometimes elevenths for some of these chords, sharp fours. We can add chord extensions to these chords, but these are the underlying seventh chords, which all other sort of chord types are built from. So if you add, you know, sharp 11s, flat 9s, um, natural 9s, all of these other chord extensions, those just get added on top of these sort of fundamental chord types which are always played at the bottom. So again, C major 7, it's 
going to be a major triad with a major seven on top. C, E, G, B. I'm going to play that up here, actually. C, E, G, B. Then we have the minor seven chord, which is a minor triad at the bottom with a minor seventh on top. So C, E flat, G, B flat. And we have the dominant seven chord, which is a major triad on the bottom. C, E, G, with a minor seventh on top. B flat. Then we have the half diminished chord, or the minor seven flat five, which is going to be a stack of minor thirds at the bottom, so a diminished triad. C, E flat, G flat. And then we're going to add a minor seventh on top, which is a B flat. Then we have the fully diminished chord, which is going to be just a stack of minor thirds. C, E flat, G flat, A, or B double flat, correctly spelled. And then finally, we have the minor major seven chord, which is a minor triad on the bottom. C, E flat, G, and then a major seventh on top. B. And a quick note on the half diminished and the fully diminished chord. I don't know this for sure, but it's my theory that the reason the half diminished chord is called the half diminished chord, this is just me speculating, it's just always what I've thought, is that it's probably because it's almost a fully diminished chord, the fully diminished seven chord, which is all minor thirds, but Instead, it just has this minor seventh, which is actually a major third above the fifth, or the flat fifth. So I've always remembered it as just being, it's almost fully diminished, so we'll just call it a half diminished. That's just what I've always thought might have been the case, but uh, we don't really know. So that just might help you to remember the difference between the half diminished chord, which isn't completely a stack of minor thirds, and the fully diminished chord, which is a full stack of minor thirds. So let's quickly talk about chord symbols and how these chords are notated, because th this is an area of confusion. So first of all, the major seven chord is often written as a small triangle after the note. So C triangle you'll see this sort of upright triangle. And this is one of the most common questions I get, is what does this triangle symbol mean? Well, it means the major seven chord. So if you see F triangle, that means build an F major seven chord. C triangle, that means C major seven chord. B flat triangle, that means a B flat major seven chord, and so on. Now, there are various ways that different arrangers notate these chords, so you have to sort of be familiar with each style. But I would say the triangle is the most common type of notation for major seven chords. The other way that you might see it notated, though, is C Maj 7, which is pretty straightforward. You'll just see they've written C Maj 7, that's clearly C Major 7. Next we have the minor seven chord. This is sometimes written again as C min seven. So just shorthand is M-I-N. Sometimes it's written as M-I, C M-I seven. That would be C minor seven. But actually more often with the minor seven chord, the way it's written is C dash seven. So like a C, then a minus sign, and then a seven. So C minus seven. I'm guessing that's why they use the minus seven, because it's almost a match with minor. 
So that's my guess of where that came from, but C-7, that's probably the most common way to notate a minor 7 chord. Then we have the dominant 7 chord, C dominant 7, is simply written as C7. So if you see C7, that means C dominant 7. If you see B flat 7, that means B flat dominant 7. So the dominant 7 chord is actually the simplest and it's always written that way. Next we have the half diminished chord. That is written with a small circle and a diagonal line cutting through it. So it's sort of like a diminished sign, which will be a f just a circle on its own, but then the line that goes through it is sort of indicating that it's a half diminished chord. So C, and then with a small circle with a diagonal line cutting through it, that's, that means C half diminished. Although other arrangers will write it as C minor seven flat five. And again, they might write the minor seven with a dash, so C, dash seven flat five, that would be a half diminished chord, also known as a C minor seven flat five chord. Next we have the diminished seven chord. This is just going to be a small circle, so C, small circle, and then they'll actually put a seven after it to specify that it's a seventh chord, so a fully diminished seven chord would have the seventh on top, be C, E flat, G flat, a or B double flat, and the seven tells you that it's a seven chord, whereas if it's just a circle, that actually just means that it's a diminished triad, which would be the root, third, and fifth of the diminished chord. And then last of all, we have the minor major seven chord, and this is going to be written as C minor, however they want to do it, whether they want to do MI, M-I-N, or a dash, and then we're going to have the major seven triangle on the end. So that means C minor, but then we have a major seven on top. So that's going to be C, M-I-N for minor, or it might be just a lowercase m. That's another way, actually, to specify C minor seven. It's just uppercase C, lowercase m, and then a major seven triangle at the end. So I know this is a bit hard for me to explain in audio only, and you can actually download my complete chord symbol reference guide absolutely free. Just go to jazztutorial.com forward slash podcast. You'll be able to download this. It's a one-page PDF, and that way you can see all of the chord symbols, not just for the seventh chords, but also for the ninth chords, eleventh chords, sus4 chords, and all of the common chord types, you can download that for free over at jazztutorial.com forward slash podcast. And finally, I just want to look at the sixth chords. There's two types of six chords, uh, chords with a sixth added, and this is going to be the major sixth chord and the minor sixth chord. So let's just take a look at C major six first of all. It's going to be a C major triad, C, E, and then we're going to add a major sixth on top, which is going to be A. So C, E, G, A. Or the root, the major third, the fifth, and the major sixth. So this is C major six. And then we have C minor six, which is just going to have a minor third instead. And the rest of the notes are going to be the same. C, E flat, G, A. 
This is a very nice chord, very nice ending, especially if it's a minor song, you can do this. It's just to arpeggiate upwards through a minor six chord. So C, E flat, G, A, and then repeat up an octave. It's a very nice film noir type of sound. You could end a song like Summertime with this chord. And with the sixth chords, the C major six and the C minor six, you play the six instead of the seventh. So really they're very similar to a C major seven chord and a C minor seven chord, but instead of playing the sevenths, you just switch the seventh for a sixth. And it's a major sixth that we play for both of these chords, including the minor six, because that is an area of confusion. I remember when I was first learning jazz, I thought, wouldn't it be a minor sixth, like an A flat over a, a C minor chord, but no. With chord extensions and with sixths as well, we always base these off the major scale unless specified otherwise. So unless it says flat six, which would be an A flat, if it just says natural six, it's going to be based off the major scale. So you just play up a major scale from the root of the chord until you hit the sixth, but it's always going to be a whole step above the fifth. So you just play a minor triad, then add a whole step, which is the sixth. So a really good practice exercise to ingrain these chord types would be to go to the piano and to practice building all of these chord types in order, lined up from C to start with, and practice counting the intervals. So go C major seven, C minor seven, C dominant seven, C half diminished, C fully diminished, and C minor major seven. Then if you want to practice the six chords as well, you could go to C major six and C minor six. Then change your root note. You go to another note like F, for example, and you do the same. F major seven, F minor seven, F dominant seven, F half diminished, F fully diminished, F minor major seven, F major six, and F minor six. Then you can go to a new note. You can just keep going down in fifths if you don't have any better ideas. Go to B flat and do the same. B flat major seven, B flat minor seven, B flat dominant seven, B flat half diminished, B flat fully diminished, B flat minor major seven, and then do the six chords, B flat major six, and B flat minor six. And just go through all 12 notes and try to build these chord types. Now I have actually notated all of these chord symbols for you, plus I've gone into ninth chords, 11th chords, 13th chords, and even sus4 chords and slash chords. You can download this sheet music absolutely free by going to my website, which is jazztutorial.com forward slash podcast. And you'll see there I have my ultimate jazz piano chord symbol guide. You can download it absolutely free. You can print it out and you can just practice playing through these chords. And if you get it wrong ever, you can just look at the chord symbol reference guide and you'll see which note you've counted wrong. So 
I think that's essential if you want to learn jazz piano is to have this chord symbol reference guide all notated and you can download it for free at jazztutorial.com forward slash podcast. <laughs>